Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. It's a miracle. Oh, yeah. What about that one? Stello. Unbelievable. Aguero. Welcome back to a special edition of the Racing and Sports Punters Pod where we help you get a clean break out of the boxes in the pursuit of betting excellence. Jimmy Buckley with you today and we're going to rip right into it here on the eve of a huge event at Wentworth Park this Thursday night, the New South Wales National Sprint Final. And I'm proud to welcome into the studio, making his debut, the peerless and fearless man in the know when it comes to all things greyhounds, Rocking Rod, Rodzilla Newell. Welcome, mate. Good on you, Jimmy. Thanks for having me in the seat, mate. It's been kept warm by um, a few of the boys here, so first time in, and let's hope I can steer people in to put a, a bit in their pockets for some kebabs and ice cream. <laughs> That's what we like to hear, mate, and it's fantastic to have you in the seat. There many, many of you out there will be familiar with some of Rod's work as a highly respected and much-loved member of the Canberra Greyhound Racing community, and Rod... Before we go in and find a couple of winners, how are things ticking along at the Canberra Grand Racing Club? Obviously, shut down a few years ago. And, well, when I say shut down, I mean banned from hosting race meetings and uh, subsequently moved to Goulburn. But it sounds like you guys are clinging on to survival at this point. Yeah, look, it's it's a battle. Um, the government made their call and um, the track survives, um, you know, off funding from the Goulburn meetings. Limited to how many we have, Greyhound Racing New South Wales have provided a door of opportunity to, to keep afloat, and it's literally just just that. It's a float. Um, a lot of voluntary work, a lot of guys that have been part of that club for 30, 40-odd years, and we're talking about a distinguished club that had a clean record of great dog welfare and, and concern. So, um, yeah, the club exists in way of trolls still. There's a lot of trainers that, uh, that use the track. Long-term viability will probably only um, exist if, if there's a change of government, sadly. And it's affected greatly a lot of participants and people that have, you know, made the sport their own for years. So we'll continue to fight. And the track is still in use, despite, uh, despite the fact that it's effectively been banned. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, the financing we receive from those race meetings basically keep the club afloat just, but long-term, you know, maintenance towards boxes and the track and the rail and things will, will eventually come into play, but we've done things to, to try and keep it going at this point. All right, well, we certainly wish you guys all the very best as you continue to pursue the sport and uh, we can only hope for, for some change in the future. The New South Wales National Sprint Final, a Thursday night, Wenny Park. This is warming up very nicely. Now, you, you were just showing me a couple of replays before there of some of the leading contenders here, yeah. of which there are at least three. How have you assessed this field? It looks like a crack field, and it's going to be absolutely fascinating watching. Simply Limelight, $2.60 from Box 1 is the favourite, and these prices are with Sportsbet. Number two, Zipping Maserati, $3.60. 
all the way out to box eight, good odds cash, $4.20. And then you're looking at $7.50 about Bandit Ned from box five and Mickey Do from box four ahead of the rest. How have you assessed this one, Rod? Look, it's a great final. The boxers will have a, a, a big say in it here. Um, you know, old magic million dollar man Frank Hurst out there with uh, good odds cash drawn out wide. He'll tell you that boxers play an immense part in these types of races because the early sectionals, there won't be much between them. As much as I think simply limelight will be extremely hard to beat, zipping Maserati moving in a number of boxes from the heat on the other week's proceedings, I think he's he's primed to be right there and, and in the mix. He's been an extremely good dog at Wentworth Park. His form at the gardens at Maitland clearly when drawing inside boxes. When on the bunny, this dog just goes to another level. I think he's the one to beat. The price is right. In most races, you're lucky if you get about $2 about him. I think he's nicely boxed. The one will be the danger. Uh, Bandit Ned, probably not too badly boxed in the five. He will want to get off the track, and that will probably put to the end of any chances of good good odds cash. So I think two to beat one and five in what will be a fantastic race. There's no She's a Pearl there. That's... Pretty heartbreaking. It would have been great for her to go around in this series, but she's got bigger eggs to fry uh, later in the year when she probably comes up against Well, she's fast in a match race. So Zipping Maserati from box two, the key is going to be to get ahead of Simply Limelight early. And and based on the replay you showed me from the heat last week, Simply Limelight's not the easiest dog to get around. No, look, he's an absolute um, hulk. He's 35.4 kilos. Um, he's a big striding dog. Probably more suited to the one-turn tracks, but he's adapted very well to Winnie. Uh, his PBs were previously only around the 32nd mark, and uh, he came out the other week in the heat and just absolutely put the towels through them and went 29-6. Um, he's obviously adapting to the track a lot better, and he will be the danger. I think for New South Wales, if they want to win the final come the 27th of August, boxes one and two, if they go through... They're definitely going to be our best chances to keep the big trophy here and take home the 75000 to the winner. Now, that's a $100,000 race, like you say, on the 27th of August. And by the sounds of it, the top two finishers in Thursday night's race qualify for that race, and they'll be up against a representative from each other state. Correct, yeah. So every state and territory will have a representative. The hosting state, obviously, always is given the benefit of two. Uh, the one advantage will be this year is that Greyhounds Australasia will nominate a highest rank point getter. So for good odds, Cash, it's actually not the end of the world if she doesn't finish in the top two. She's probably the, the most highly rated at the moment and will probably go through to the final. Just finally, Bandit Ned out of box five. So $7.50, you're getting a little bit of a price about Bandit Ned. What do you make of his chances? Look, he's a fantastic dog. He was in the Southern Stars final the other week at Goulburn and he's probably not the best one-turn track dog in Australia. You know, he came back to Winnie the other week for the heats. Uh, he was poorly boxed in box seven. He beat Zipping Maserati out of the boxes. So you would assume, well, on that form, could he end up in front of him? He could if he put his best foot forward. He had been going over 600 previously. So whether he's just got the early toe enough to go with those two... He's going to make the job extremely hard for any dogs drawn outside him because he does like to sit in the middle of the track. So if he does sit up, he's obviously going to present a run to the other two on the inside and wire. They will be extremely hard to beat. And as you mentioned, that heat there, zipping Maserati jumped 
from out wide and copped an almighty check mid-race uh, and still picked himself up off the canvas and finished within about a length, I think. Yeah, look, I don't know how he done it because he's the type of dog that, like most of, of that breed that are real quick, they do their best work when they're on the bunny. So he was actually entitled to probably drop back through the field at the home turn. The replay clearly shows that he keeps coming. The scary thing will be is if he lobs anywhere near the bunny on Thursday night, he's going to be extremely hard to run down. It might just be game over at that point. Look, race four on the card beforehand, Rod, you've you found something to maybe help us build a little bit of a bank. Yeah, look, it's a bit of a, um, a heartfelt bet, bet here because I've got a close association with this breed. Race four, number four, mortified for Chris O'Brien. I bought a fantastic bitch out of this line a few years ago, Kamikaze Cowley, and made a Queensland Futurity final with her. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of family history here. Banjo to fire made a golden Easter egg for Chris O'Brien. Uh, the dog's only had five starts for four wins in a second, some impressive fast times at Dapto, and the dog came with big wraps prior to getting to the track. One run at Wenny for a 29.96, which was blistering considering it wasn't a good night for times. I think this is a very nice fifth grade for it, perfectly graded by Chris as he does with all his dogs, and I think if we can get even money about this, we'll just be cashing in and Cashing out and getting ready for the two uh, national sprint and distance finals. All right, and that distance final, how have you assessed this field, Rod? It's an absolute cracker. Um, (laughs) Considering that New South Wales is bagged a lot because we don't have a lot of distance racing here, it's predominantly in Melbourne, we've put together a really good field here. The old saying, as you know, Bucko, the cream rises to the top when it comes to uh, to the echelon. I think David Smith's super bitch here, Super Estrella, will just go straight to the front from box seven. And really, that should be the end of the penny section. There are other class animals here in Zipping Kansas for Jason Magri. Tiger Jack, who's been a bit ignamic for Jody Lord, he can be a bit of a buffhead, to put it politely, can find trouble in his races and tends to fly home late and it just becomes heartache. I think on that basis alone, just Super Estrella's superb box manners, that's what's going to get it done. I just have some concerns around Corborn Magic, Zipping Kansas and Tiger Jack all being boxed in, in and around each other there. I think either one or two could find trouble just because of the way they're boxed up. I think uh, David Smith would be very happy with the box. I think some markets had even offered around about $3.350 about her, and I think that price is just absolutely ludicrous. They'll probably come at a late. Swinging for home, that's probably where she might be just slightly vulnerable, but I honestly believe she'll just be off and gone. Alrighty, so in summary there, Thursday night at Winnie Park, the New South Wales National Sprint Final, a couple of picks here from Rod. Race 4, number 4, Mortified to get you going nice and early. Then the big one, race six, we like two, Zipping Maserati from one, Simply Limelight, and five, Bandit Ned, two from the one and the seven. And then race five, number seven, Super Estrella. You may still get $3.50 with some good shopping. Rod, just quickly, while we've got you here, mate, and I'd like to lean on your expertise a little bit if I can in this in this area, I mean, a lot of people probably just enjoy, they go down the club on a, on a Satyavo or a Thursday night or whenever it is and, and the dogs come on and, and they kind of start wildly throwing darts and don't really know what they're doing necessarily. <laughs> Have you got any advice for the, for the casual punter out there as to how they could maybe approach any given greyhound race from a punting perspective? Yeah, look, it's, I suppose, on a Friday night when the footy's going, you've had a few beers, you've had your chicken palmy, you know, the pan liquors are on in the background. Look, just keep it simple. Boxes are always a key advantage, especially if a dog wants to be boxed on the inside. 
form at the track is paramount. If a dog has a very good history around the track and can run time, it generally means that the dog has a soft spot for the way the, the track's set up, and that's paramount. I know from my days of training, you know, you have dogs that go particularly well at certain tracks and not so well at others. Uh, and it's over time that you get an analysis of that, of, of where you should or shouldn't be. Top trainers will always take their dogs to where they know that they're predominantly going to go well. So time ratings are key. Any statistics on greyhound racing will show you that generally 75% of dogs who are first or second into the first turn go on to win the race. So early pace in way of breeding of dogs is paramount. Um, if you can find a dog that can get to the front and has good times, then that's uh, generally a good way to turn your money over. That all makes a fair bit of sense, to be honest with you. Do you find, Rod, sometimes that you get maybe false favourites? How often do you see a dog going around as an odds-on favourite and then sometimes it doesn't even play? So that, that seems to happen. Yeah, look, you go back 18 months ago, it probably wasn't such a big thing. It's a lot more predominant now in the sport because we've taken away private trials. So uh, dogs, when they used to run on tab tracks, were actually required by government uh, racing laws to PT privately trial with either one or two dogs on a race night prior to the first and obviously it was it was publicly viewed so there was video footage of it time we've now gone away from that so dogs can actually turn up at a first start unseen and and that could also mean that we there's no knowledge around whether a dog's trialed at the track or not this predominantly does cause problems in markets because if it is a predominant trainer generally bookmakers and market analysts just will not take the risk they'll open up very short and i guess for the uh, for the humble punter who doesn't mind a throw at the stumps or for guys who are uh, you know trial time bandits and get down there with their clocks and stuff if they know other dogs in the field have trolled well, then there's a door of opportunity there for them to find something at a better price. Very interesting stuff there, Rod. Just to recap once more then, for Thursday night, if you're playing at Wenty Park, kick it off with race four, number four, Mortified, at an even money price, and then race five, number seven, Super Estrella. Going into the big one, the New South Wales National Sprint Final. Race six, Rod likes two, zipping Maserati from the one and the five, Hopefully it should be a good night out there at Winnie Park for the participants and for the punters. Rod, thank you very much for coming in, mate. It's been great to have you on. No pleasure. And just one thing I'd like to say on the run, a big shout-out to Ladbrokes. They're uh, punching above their weight in the greyhound industry at the moment. They'll actually be helping the GVOTA on the big night on the 27th of August for the for the final. The first 1,000 punters that walk through the door there at Wentworth Park will uh, receive free entry, a race book and a $15 food voucher. So just little things that the sport's trying to do to emulate what the thoroughbreds do and I think it's a fantastic, you know, venture from young Alan Hilziger who's the new man in charge at the GBOTA putting us on the front foot. So yeah, mate, hoping forward to a, a big night's racing tomorrow night and thanks for having me in. Absolute pleasure, mate. Uh, Thank you once again, and let's hope it's a big night out at Winnie Park. Happy punting.